Welcome back to the Mastering Your Fertility podcast. This show is all about reclaiming health, enhancing fertility, and preparing for pregnancy. I'm Kristen Cornett, a holistic nutritionist and functional wellness practitioner at Tiny Feet. And I'm Dr. Haley Nye, a naturopathic doctor and certified nutritionist at Synergy Women's Healthcare in Portland, Oregon. Our goal for this show is to educate and empower couples with the knowledge they need to get pregnant, stay pregnant, and have the healthiest baby possible. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for being here with us for another week of Mastering Your Fertility. You're listening to episode 61, where we're going to be sharing some of our favorite book recommendations for fertility, preconception, and general women's health. We have had so many incredible authors join us on the podcast all throughout 2019, and we talked in depth about each of their books as we went through those interviews. We wanted to provide you guys with a summary of our favorites all in one place and help you determine which books will be the most helpful for you based on your unique situation. There are also some great books that we haven't talked about on the podcast before, a few of which we've just discovered recently, so we wanted to make sure that we shared those with you as well. We're going to be going over 14 different books today, and don't worry, we are not suggesting that you read all of these, especially not all at once. We've actually split them up into categories, and we'll tell you which ones we recommend in which situations to help you narrow down your reading list. The different categories we'll be discussing on the episode today in order are preconception and pregnancy nutrition, menstrual cycle health and hormone balance, genetics and preconception health preparation, miscarriage and recurrent pregnancy loss, male fertility, egg quality, infertility, and fertility treatment, and chronic conditions affecting reproductive health, which includes PCOS and endometriosis. If you have a specific category you're interested in hearing about and want to skip ahead, you can find the timestamp for where we discuss each category in the show notes for this episode, and you can get to those through the link in this week's episode description. Also in the show notes, you'll find links to each of the books we talk about, as well as the corresponding podcast interviews that we've done with many of the authors. Before we get started, we'd like to remind you about a couple of awesome free resources that we have available for you to learn more about how to support your body to prepare for a healthy pregnancy. You can learn all about our top recommendations for essential nutrients and supplements through our free online course called How to Choose the Best Prenatal Supplements. And you can also check in with your health and find out whether you might have some symptoms or issues that need to be addressed before getting pregnant with our free quiz called Are You Healthy Enough to Get Pregnant? You can find links to both the course and the quiz through the link in the episode description. And lastly, if you would like to receive a more personalized advice about what might be next for you on your health or fertility journey, you can schedule a free 20-minute consult with me through Tiny Feet, and the link to book your consult is also in the episode description. All right, guys, let's get started on today's episode. We are going to start by talking about one of our favorite nutrition resources for both preconception and pregnancy. The book is called Real Food for Pregnancy. It's by Lily Nichols. She is a registered dietitian who is known for being very evidence-based. Um, so this book is a research-supported guide. It has over 900 scientific study references that are all about sharing the most up-to-date research on nutrition for pregnancy. And this information is all also applicable to preconception. So some of the things that you'll learn from Lily's book is why conventional nutrition advice for pregnancy is pretty outdated and really not based on the best available evidence that we have right now why it's important to focus on real food for the health of your pregnancy and how this can specifically impact long-term health and development for your baby 
what it actually means to eat real food and which foods are the most important to include in your diet during pregnancy. And then of course, if we're gonna talk about what to eat, she has to talk about what foods are best limited or left out of the diet during pregnancy. And then Lily also shares a ton of recipes to help get you started on this real food eating journey. And in addition to nutrition, she also shares some evidence-based advice on supplements, lab tests that you might want to seek out during pregnancy, environmental toxins to avoid, and then postpartum recovery after baby comes. So we do love recommending this book to pregnant moms, but if you're in that preconception period, this is also going to be a great book for you. The same foods and habits that support a healthy pregnancy also support your fertility. So if you're thinking of starting a family anytime within the next few years, you're wanting to know what you can do to proactively prepare with nutrition, this is an awesome book for you to read. If you would like to learn a little bit more about the book and hear from Lily personally, we do have a podcast interview with her. That's episode 15 of the podcast, and we are actually hoping to have her back on again this year to share a little bit more with you guys. So on to our next recommendation, which is Beyond the Pill by Dr. Jolene Brighton, and Dr. Haley is going to cover that one for us. Yep. Thanks, Kristen. So the next section of books that we're going to be talking about is on the menstrual cycle and hormone balance. And the first book that we want to mention is Beyond the Pill by Dr. Jolene Brighton. She's a naturopathic doctor here in Portland, Oregon. And Beyond the Pill is a fantastic women's health resource that really investigates the risks associated with hormonal contraceptives and provides women with a blueprint to recover optimal hormonal health after coming off birth control. It can also help women who are still taking birth control mitigate some of the potential side effects. And this book is going to help you understand more specifically the risks and side effects of the pill that are often not shared with women when they first begin the birth control pill, including effects on gut health, immune function, thyroid hormone, liver health, and fertility. Also what post-birth control syndrome is, so that's post-birth control syndrome. This is something that is relatively new that not a lot lot of doctors know about. She kind of coined the term and she goes into more detail on that and how it can affect women in different ways as they're coming off of the pill. And then also how specific hormonal imbalances kind of uh, manifest in your body and how to identify whether you have any of these imbalances. So I like how she put this book together in different quizzes. And so you can really um, break down uh, what type of imbalances you have, whether it's like high testosterone or low progesterone. And then she'll give you detailed advice on dietary changes, uh, testing that you can have done at your doctor and specific supplementation that will help you regain your health and hormone balance um, based off of pretty much the answers to those quizzes. So this book is amazing for anyone who has experienced negative side effects to uh, taking the birth control pill or after you've stopped. It's also a great resource for women who originally prescribed the pill for any other reason other than preventing pregnancy, which happens a lot. So if you are prescribed the pill for, take, or for having acne, irregular or absent cycles, painful or heavy periods, if you experience endometriosis, um, PCOS, and other hormonal imbalances. So you'll learn about which hormones may be out of balance in the body and then uh, what steps to take. So as I explained a little bit earlier, you kind of take a quiz and then she'll uh, walk you down that, that rabbit hole in the book of where you want to go um, based off of those answers. 
So we highly recommend this book um, if you're for those who are planning to or have recently come off the birth control pill or wanting to conceive in the next year. And to learn more, we did have an interview with Dr. Jolene Brighton and discuss the book in detail in episode 23 of the podcast. So the next book that we would recommend for uh, your a healthy menstrual cycle is the Period Repair Manual, and that's by Dr. Laura Bryden. And Kristen can talk more about that book. Yeah, so this is a great one. This is actually one of the first books I think I read when I was really wanting to learn more about women's health and hormones. And so this is really about natural treatments to improve menstrual cycle health. So Dr. Bryden is kind of the, the queen of period problems. She spends a lot of time talking about issues that affect the menstrual cycle on her blog, on her Instagram, and in her book. So she's going to go into information such as why birth control doesn't actually treat period problems. You'll also find some of that information in Beyond the Pill, but the context is a little bit different. Dr. Bryden also goes over what a healthy menstrual cycle should really look and more importantly, what it should feel like to each woman. Um, and then she goes into pretty amazing detail about how to use natural treatments like diet, lifestyle, and specific supplementation to address common period issues. So that includes irregular or absent periods or PCOS, endometriosis, heavy or painful periods, um, also PCM, uh, PMS and other mood imbalances, breast pain, um, and several other things in the book as well. So this is a great one to consider for pretty much all women who are of reproductive age to learn and read more about how our bodies are supposed to, to work and what factors might be at play if you are having problems with your cycle. And if you would like to learn more from Dr. Bryden, we interviewed her in episode 24 and 47 of the podcast. So 24, I believe, is all about PCOS. And then 47 is about the connection between estrogen and histamine. So you'll learn different things in each of those episodes, but they are both awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Bryden's pretty amazing. I remember when we first interviewed her, I, she has a very motherly voice. It's very soft and nurturing and you just want to talk to her all day. Cause you just feel like, you know, she's giving you like a hug over, <laughs> over, <laughs> over the internet. Um, yeah, she's pretty amazing to listen to and she's just so, so smart. So we, we definitely recommend listening to those episodes. Yeah. Um, yeah, the next book that we wanted to talk about um, in this particular category is The Fifth Vital Sign by Lisa Hendrickson Jack. She's really amazing. She just came out with this book last year and it's one of our absolute favorite books for learning about the inner workings of your body, hormones, and especially the menstrual cycle, which she, um, it's not, well, the associations say it's the fifth vital sign, but that's what the book is called. The fifth vital sign is the menstrual cycle. And it's perfect for learning how to track your cycle with the fertility awareness method. So Lisa also used a lot of citations in this book, over a thousand study citations. And so it's very heavy evidence-based book. Um, and it's one of the most well-researched women's health book out there for patients or clients or whoever wants to read it. And we've mentioned this several times, but we do think that this book should be a required reading for every teenage girl getting her period. Uh, it certainly can save a lot of women years of frustration and suffering through symptoms that we're taught that are normal when they're not. So 
Um, in this book, to be a little bit more specific, you're going to learn why your menstrual cycle is such an important indicator of your health and what a normal cycle should look like. Uh, she also takes a deep dive into your fertile signs, particularly cervical mucus and how to track and chart them. Also how tracking your cycle can help you identify underlying issues with your health or fertility how birth control impacts your body and your cycle even after stopping after you stopped taking it and then also natural ways to support a healthy menstrual cycle and how you can intervene with diet and lifestyle changes to address your cycle issues so once again this is an amazing resource for every cycling female i recommend it pretty much to all my patients and out of I would say out of the three books that we just mentioned, this one would probably be my top fave just because of the amount of citations and detail that she goes into. And it's pretty easy to read, um, especially if you don't really have any type of specific di diagnosis and you're just kind of starting at, at a baseline and you just want to learn more about the cycle. Um, and then of course, if you have like PCOS or endometriosis or no period at all, I mean, um, Dr. Laura Bryden's book or even uh, Jolene Bright, Brighton's book would be uh, a great, great resource. Also, we have interviewed Lisa twice on this podcast, so hopefully you've listened to her already. But if you haven't, go check out episode 26, which is our first interview all about cervical mucus. And then episode 55 is about tracking the menstrual cycle. And she does also have her own podcast, which is called Fertility Friday. And many of you may be familiar with that already, um, but she has been doing that for about five years and has a ton of great information on there as well. Mm -hmm. All right. So next up, we're switching categories a little bit. And this next book is the only one in its category, which is all about genetics. And so the book is called Dirty Genes by Dr. Ben Lynch. Um, he is a naturopathic doctor and has kind of dedicated his career to genetic SNP or single nucleotide polymorphism research. Basically, these are little variations in genetic code that can have a pretty significant impact on health depending on which ones you have and in what combination. So this is really about how these specific genetic variants can change the function of these genetic pathways and can ultimately lead to some issues in the body. And the book is really geared toward not just understanding what issues can arise, but kind of specifically how to fix them. And he calls that cleaning your genes. So the book is Dirty Genes and he talks all about how to clean your genes, which I think is kind of cute. Um, so there are seven genetic SNPs that he goes into pretty awesome detail about. And so some of those, I'm, I'm sure that I'm not going to remember all seven off the top of my head, but you're going to learn about things like MTHFR, PEMT, uh, DAO is in there, COMT. If all of these sound like Greek, then you probably haven't done a genetics test for yourself yet. Um, but if you have heard of these and you're looking to learn more, this is a great book to do that in. Mm -hmm. And Dr. Lynch is actually very passionate about improving next generation health through preconception care. He owns a supplement company called Seeking Health and his prenatal vitamin that he formulated is actually one of our top recommendations to our clients. And I really think of this book as a 
personalized preconception roadmap for women and couples. If you use this book and kind of figure out what's going on with your body based on some of these genetic pathways, you can really use the advice in here to personalize your pregnancy preparation by kind of diving into different areas of your health and investigating and adjusting things based on the recommendations that he provides. So you'll learn things about diet, lifestyle, supplements, and also advice for further investigation into your health based on some of these areas that he's going to talk about in the book. So we really recommend this to anyone that's interested at all in genetics and how genetic SNPs might impact reproductive and childhood health specifically. This will also be especially interesting to those of you that have had a genetic report run already, such as through 23andMe or Ancestry or our personal favorite, which is MaxGenLabs. So we also have an interview with Dr. Lynch on the podcast, and we talked about his book as well as how genetics affect preconception health, pregnancy, and childhood health in episode 35 of the podcast. So definitely check that one out if you're into genetics at all. <laughs> and I guess that brings us to our next category, which is reducing the risk of miscarriage and investigating recurrent pregnancy loss. And we have two amazing books to talk about in this category. Dr. Haley will talk about the first one, which is called Not Broken by Dr. Laura Shaheen. Yeah. So Dr. Laura Shaheen is a reproductive endocrinologist from Seattle, Washington, and she recently wrote a book called Not Broken. And this is based off of recurrent pregnancy loss. And she talks about the medical definitions of miscarriage and also recurrent pregnancy loss. And then the statistics behind these particular issues, which are actually very reassuring. Um, I've used, you know, repeated these statistics many times with my patients, um, which they've also found to be reassuring. So we appreciate her doing the research for us for that. And then she also talks about some possible issues that can cause re recurrent pregnancy loss and then how to test for them. And reducing, uh, she talks about reducing the risk of miscarriage through positive lifestyle changes, um, which is a common theme through a lot of these books. And then also using integrative approach to fertility care with acupuncture and Eastern medicine. So this is a really good resource for couples who have been through more than, or at least one miscarriage or more, and wants an easy to understand guide about what their options are for testing and treatment from both a conventional standpoint and an integrative perspective. And then the other book, uh, is called Caring to Term by Dr. Jordan Robertson. And she's a naturopathic doctor that practices in Canada. And this book is also all about reducing the risk of miscarriage, which, um, and what testing and treatments couples are, can go ahead and seek out when they've had a miscarriage. Uh, she has a very interesting story because she, uh, as a student, she's had, she had multiple miscarriages herself. So that's why she's quite passionate. Um, about this topic. And then she wrote this, um, this book as a resource for her patients and anybody who would like to read it. Um, we did interview Dr. Robertson on the podcast, so she, you can hear her story and her, um, her inspiration for the book in episode 36 of the podcast. Um, but she's also very evidence-based as well. And she goes into some of the available research on things like thyroid testing and proactive health assessments that you can do. 
And um, it could be really helpful just trying to uh, simplify a very complicated process and helping you understand what tests to ask your doctor for and um, what certain terminology means, such as like um, a luteal phase defect and PCOS and things like that. So it could be really helpful, I would say, if you've experienced a miscarriage or more than one, then um, these two books are come highly recommended. Yeah, I would, if I had to differentiate, I would probably say that I would recommend Not Broken to couples that have had at least two. Um, and if you're kind of sitting at one, I'd probably start with Caring to Term because it's a little bit more about that proactive health assessment, um, kind of getting things checked out to see whether or not there might be a reason or just making sure that your health is kind of in tip-top shape. I also recommend Caring to Term for couples that might be concerned about miscarriage for one reason or another because there are a lot of things in there that can help reduce your risk even if you've never had a loss. So, yeah, and we did interview Dr. Shaheen on the podcast. Do you recall what episode that was? Yeah, that was episode 32. 32. Yep, it was episode okay. 32 with uh, Dr. Shaheen, and it was episode 36 with Dr. Robertson. Great. Perfect. So our next category is male fertility, and this is a this is another category that only has one book in it because uh, it is one of the very few do-it-yourself resources for men. That book is called Fueling Male Fertility, and it's by Lauren Manneker, and she is a registered dietitian um, with quite a lot of experience, actually, and she has recently opened a practice helping couples who are needing some help with nutrition around trying to conceive and you know improving egg and sperm quality. And I really love this book because I think it's good for men to have something that they can just do on their own that doesn't require them to go into a doctor or nutritionist and talk about the intimate details of their sperm quality. I think that's something a lot of men kind of are very resistant to. I mean, I know even as a nutritionist, my husband doesn't even like to go to the doctor. So having to go to somebody else and, and talk about his swimmers might not be the most comfortable thing for him to do. So I really like that this is something that, you know, female partners could listen to the podcast or read the book and be like, here, honey, here's something you can do on your own where there's nobody kind of in your face asking you about these things. So that's one reason that I really like this. And this is another um, evidence-based resource. So this is going to dive into why it's important for men to be focused on their fertility. When I'm talking with clients, a lot of times they're having trouble getting their partner on board. So this is a great explanation for why it's important for male partners to be on board through this whole fertility process. It also goes over some really, as, as obviously a registered dietitian, she's going to be focused on diet, um, what the best available evidence we have around diet and lifestyle factors that have been shown in the research to impact sperm quality and um, fertility success for couples, and then how to, go, how to go about making some of these changes in diet, lifestyle, and then also supplementation. She goes into the evidence on supplements for things like antioxidants, for instance, um, to support a healthy conception. So this is great for couples who already know that they have male factor infertility or for women who, like I said, want to gently nudge their partners toward learning more without having to sit down and, and talk about this with a doctor or a nutritionist. And we did interview Lauren on the podcast earlier this year, I guess I should say last year, 2019. Uh, and that was episode 34. Yeah. She so, was great. Yeah. This Next is category a, is bigger. It has three books in it. Um, and this is all about infertility and going through fertility treatment. So Dr. Haley, yeah. kick us off with our first book. 
This is one of my favorite. It starts with the egg by a doctor, or she's sorry, not a doctor, but researcher, Rebecca Fett. Uh, she's actually from the UK and she's written several books now since the first one came out. And she has a second edition to It Starts With the Egg. And just like the title says, it's basically all about the science and research behind egg quality and how focusing on the health of your eggs can help you get pregnant naturally, prevent miscarriage, and increase your odds of success when you're going through IVF. So when you read this book, you're going to learn why egg quality is really everything when it comes to fertility success, um, when especially going through IVF common toxic exposures in your environment that have been shown to affect fertility and how to avoid them. So one example, she really dives deep into BPA um, plastics and will tell you why they're so harmful so you can better understand why it's so important to take the actions every day to avoid them. Also, it uh, talks about possible contributing factors to fertility issues that your doctor may not have tested for yet. So maybe spark um, some thought around that. And then also specific nutrients and supplements that support egg quality specifically and nutri uh, nutritional guidelines that can help support your fertility journey. And then also recommendations for your partner to improve his sperm quality. So this is a really great place to start, uh, especially if you've uh, had, uh, it's been a while and you've been struggling to conceive, or if you're working with a en reproductive endocrinologist right now. We don't have, unfortunately, an interview with Dr. Er, with Rebecca Fett, um, but we do have a really great episode, pretty popular episode on egg quality with Dr. Jacqueline Chassie. She's a naturopathic doctor that has been um, in the fertility, um, specialized in fertility for quite a long time. So you can check that out in episode 27. All right. So next up in our fertility category is a book that is specifically focused on nutrition for egg quality and IVF treatment. The book is called IVF Meal Plan, and it is by our friend and colleague, Dr. Elizabeth Sharavati. So this book focuses specifically on nutrition for egg and sperm quality leading up to and during IVF treatment. So it goes over everything that we know from research right now about how diet affects egg quality, and then takes you through 28 days worth of meal plans. So there's uh, four seven-day meal plans in there. And this is really going to help you overhaul your nutrition to optimize your IVF success as much as you can. There are all kinds of pearls of wisdom and tips for success uh, that are peppered throughout the book. And you're also going to receive some helpful advice on other things that impact fertility and IVF success, such as avoiding hormone-disrupting toxins. So this is definitely the perfect choice for women and couples who want to know um, how they should be fueling their bodies as they go through fertility treatment. These meal plans are also great for preconception nutrition. So even if you don't have any reason to expect that you might need to go through fertility treatment and you're really just looking for a well laid out, easy to follow way to get started with preconception nutrition, this is a great resource for you. So we have interviewed Dr. Liz twice on the podcast. The first time was in episode eight, and we talked to her about environmental toxins. She actually has a background in toxicology. So that's a great episode to listen to if you want to know about personal care products specifically um, that can have hormone disrupting toxins in them that are not good for hormones and fertility. 
And then most recently, we talked to her in episode 53 of the podcast, and we were interviewing her in preparation for IVF meal plan to come out. So that episode is really focused on the book and how it's intended to be used. And she goes over some examples of what the nutrition in that book looks like. So if you are interested in this one, episode 53 is a great one to listen to. And that brings us to our final book in the infertility and fertility treatment category. And that is called The Infertility Cure by Dr. Randine Lewis. So Dr. Haley, tell us about that book. Yeah, this book provides an in-depth Eastern medicine perspective on infertility and how to restore reproductive health naturally. So we don't have a lot of books or I guess any books on here that is Eastern medicine focused, but I think it's really important to have that perspective. And uh, we also hope that we're going to have more Eastern medicine perspective interviews on our podcast. So we'll be booking some of those this year. Um, but more about this book is she talks about how to start changing your understanding of infertility and some of the misconceptions in Western medicine about fertility issues. Also, she talks about a discovery process for how to determine what specifically might be contributing to your infertility diagnosis from a Chinese medicine perspective. She talks about the Chinese medicine approach to restoring fertility, including balancing your energy, changing your eating and lifestyle habits, and using acupuncture and Chinese herbal remedies. And lastly, she talks about how Eastern medicine can support Western medicine diagnoses such as luteal phase defect, premature ovarian failure, PCOS, endometriosis, fibroids, immunological disorders like autoimmune conditions, and male factor infertility. So this is an amazing resource for those who are interested in seeking answers outside or in addition to Western medicine. And if you're considering or using acupuncture for fertility or you're interested in Chinese herbal medicine, this is definitely for you. Um, and like I said, we don't have a podcast interview yet with Dr. Lewis, uh, but we're hoping that she'll be on the podcast this year. Yeah, this book I really enjoyed for kind of how she showed the before and after in particular, like certain patients that had specific Western medicine diagnosed issues like luteal phase defect. She kind of shows like the before and after of what a chart looks like prior to treatment and after treatment. So you can really kind of see the impact of how something that Western medicine doesn't really always put a lot of stock in can, can really have a profound impact on some of these diagnoses that we just don't have great treatments for in conventional medicine. So uh, I think this book, I'll need to read this again, just because there's so much Chinese medicine info in there. It's like, it's almost like a little immersion and introductory to Chinese medicine. It's like, like the beginning of an acupuncture masters or something, uh, not to make it like overwhelming, but you know, she really explains a lot of um, kind of the the process behind how Chinese medicine diagnosis looks at fertility issues and the different organ systems that you might have issues. And there's quizzes in the book to determine um, whether or not it could be like spleen insufficiency. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not an expert in this area. So <laughs> forgive me if you know more about this topic than I do. Uh, but it is really interesting. It's almost like, you know, in Beyond the Pill where you get a quiz to determine what sort of hormone imbalance. It's like you're taking a quiz to see if you have symptoms yeah. that are consistent with some of these organ system energy imbalances that acupuncture and herbal medicine can help with. So it is a cool resource and we did want to include it here for those that are interested in that Eastern medicine perspective. Yeah. 
All right. So that brings us to the end of our infertility and fertility treatment category. And our last category on today's episode includes two books. And we definitely wanted to include a couple of books on these topics because they are such common issues affecting women's reproductive health. So chronic conditions that affect reproductive health, some of the two... The two most common are PCOS and endometriosis, and we have a book each that goes into these. So we'll start by talking about Eight Steps to Reverse Your PCOS. That is by Dr. Fiona McCulloch, and she is a naturopathic doctor. And this book is really aimed at demystifying the whole PCOS diagnosis for women. And as we know from previous discussions on the podcast, and of course, for those of you that are experiencing this condition personally, it can be very frustrating and confusing. And there really just aren't that many treatment options for PCOS in conventional medicine. So in this book, you're going to learn about the latest research about what's driving the condition, how to accurately assess for and diagnose it, and how to work through some positive changes that can reverse your PCOS diagnosis, improve your health, and also boost your fertility in the process. So we highly recommend this book for any woman who has been diagnosed with PCOS or just based on evaluation, maybe some suspects that she might have it, or perhaps a practitioner has kind of thrown out PCOS as a possibility, this is a great book to read. So we don't have an interview with Dr. McCulloch on the podcast yet, but we do have one with another naturopathic doctor, Dr. Kevin Oberoi, and that covers many of the same topics that are shared in this book. And she, uh, she really speaks highly of this book in that episode. So you can find that interview with Dr. Oberoi in episode 56 of the podcast, which is relatively recent. So some of you may have had the benefit of catching that one already. So that covers our recommendation for PCOS. And our last book that we're recommending this week on the podcast is called The Four-Week Endometriosis Diet Plan. This is by Katie Edmonds, who is a nutritional therapy consultant. So she studied at the same institution that I did. She just got a slightly different certification. So Dr. Haley, tell us about our last book on endo. Yeah. So with endometriosis, we know that it's a highly inflammatory condition. And so diet's going to have a big impact on how uh, we are able to control this specific condition and to help boost fertility. So this is a great book uh, that teaches you how to start making positive changes to your eating habits to support healing endometriosis. And it provides an introductory guide, introductory <laughs> guide to, to understanding the different factors that contribute to endo. And it also uh, gives you the typical treatment options that are available for endo. And then it will dive into a 28 day meal plan that you can customize to meet your individual needs. So this is a great starting point for women who have or suspect that they have endometriosis and dietary changes alone, like I just said, can have a significant impact on pain relief and improving fertility for a lot of these women. Now, we don't have an interview specifically with Katie on the podcast yet, but we do have two episodes about endometriosis. So if you check out episode 13, it's an overview of the condition and how to address it with functional medicine. And episode 14 is an interview with a colleague and a friend of mine who have been using nutrition and functional medicine to heal her endometriosis over the past few years. So that is the end of the books that we recommend. So we know that we kind of threw a lot of books at you and don't worry, they're all in the podcast description and also on our website at tinyfeet.co 
forward slash podcast, you can find the podcast link and be able to get links to these books. Um, and also hopefully you get a chance to be able to listen more in depth with any particular topic that sparked your interest uh, to the episodes that we mentioned, um, the previous podcast episodes. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for being with us again this week, and we will look forward to seeing you back next week.